Yo. Amen to that. We are here. Um, of course, as you know, uh, this is the Earth is Ghetto podcast. I don't know if y'all missed us, but I missed you. <laughs> okay. And, and I heard, you know. Go ahead, boo. I was going to say, we miss y'all so fucking much, niggas and friends. Like, we are back and we we got a lot of shit to talk about. Child. And I appreciate any messages that you was sending, Aaron, saying, hey, where you at? Because I was like, oh my God, they missed me, y'all. So I just wanted to go ahead and shout out for that. Um, but to be honest with you, this week, I did not realize there was, of course, it's the week that you're not around is when everybody has the absolute craziest shit coming out of their fucking pie holes. It was insane. And I had to sit there and be like, ah, oh, gotta wait till I get back. But um, another thing that I wanted to mention, cause you know, Aaron be doing the good work in these motherfucking streets when I am away and vice versa. So um, a little while ago, I guess there's a podcast on, cause you know, my God, cishet men in microphones, take them away. Um, but um, <laughs> especially since they're literally attacking our whole platform. Go ahead, boo. Let me know what happened. I want to know. What's good? So, apparently, Black queer people, if you are queer and Black, you're not a part of the culture. That's all I was saying. Um, take that and do what you want with that. I- um, I'm just over it. I- I'm over... Um, I'm kind of exhausted at this point. Um, it's amazing how so many people say they want equality, but really don't. They just want privilege. And I I just really hate the way that people will take um, something beautiful, like pro-Blackness, and throw hate all over it. And instead of actually just saying you're hateful, you literally have a bevy of bullshit that you think rationalizes your point when it's just like oh so you have people to back up your fucked up ideology like every ideology that's out there that's great high five for you um and i feel like i need to remind people this is a black queer platform it's i I love to be able to scroll through these stereo streets and to um continually see how different we are than everybody else to continually see that we are saying things that a lot of people are not fucking saying. And um, I feel like we also need to reiterate that homosexuality, transness, non-binary people have been here since the inception and have been here since before colonization. So I really wish that these particular black men knew how hateful they were being to themselves by hating other queer people. And how, um, what's even more disgusting is it's just a betrayal to your ancestry. And we're gonna have a pop-up show tonight so we can talk about the most amazing, I listen, I was so mad when I read this shit because I was like, I've been lied to my whole motherfucking life. So um, if everybody knows that I, I am into and study, practice African spirituality and um, Obatala was actually a trans god. Just want to put that out there. So we're going to have that discussion this evening. Um, So again, when um, 
black men like that say, oh, well, this is just not part of our blackness. This just tells me that white supremacy has been injected so, so acutely into the veins of cishet black men that they don't even realize they're hating themselves. That's the so, you know, there it is. That's all. Uh, but we are going to go ahead and get into the topics at hand today. Whew, when I said I was not expecting. So I wasn't expecting all of this shit, right? I really, I really wasn't. So first and foremost, you can. I'm thank you for changing the, the title. Let's talk about Chris Brown. So. I went ahead and uh, me and Aaron went ahead and reported on this a little while ago. There was a woman who was accused, accusing Chris Brown of uh, sexual assault, right? Um, and obviously, I found that very easy to believe because once you bite Rihanna in the face, beat her up, then tell Karuchi that if you, that either you're going to be with him or no one else, dot, 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 fatality, fatality, fatality. Um, I'm sorry. I'm, um, the one thing I'm not going to do is apologize for thinking, yeah, that's probably true. Sorry. Um, but apparently uh, the woman, and this is where I really need to, that we're, we are about to really go in. The woman who is expected of lying about Chris Brown, I need that bitch to get the same amount of years that a, that a, any sexual assault um, perpetrator would have had. If, if they get five years, bitch, you get five years. If they get 10 years, bitch, you get 10 years. I don't give a fuck. I'm sorry. And I also want to say, remember, out of all of the rapes that are reported, we know that 5% are between 3 and 5% can be false. So I'm sorry that I'm not saying, oh my God, Chris Brown is exonerated. Nigga, how? <laughs> Nigga, how? Um, what did you think when you saw it? When you it saw that uh, it's possible that she had lied? It really pissed me off because when people do shit like this, Knowing, especially like with black men, it's like now people are going to take this and run with it for the rest of the day saying, see, this is why you don't need to believe victims. And when some shit actually does happen, we'll, we'll, we'll know the time of Chris Brown. People are going to use that and run with it. That's what makes me fucking mad. Uh, that's something that should make us even more upset because let's talk about Jesse for a second. Man, I hate, I hate to bring your, your oh my goodness. Oh, I really wish that you weren't gay, sir. Wish we could excommunicate you from the community completely. Now, recently, um, since we are talking about false accusations, a bitch, here we go. Um, Jesse, ain't nobody believe that shit. Ain't nobody believe that shit. And the fact that you stayed consistent throughout the trial makes me think you're low-key psychotic. Mm. Because we had the Trump supporters, the two African guys, who wanted you had a sexual relationship with one of them? I would have, yo, I'm sorry, I would have stopped. Cause once I hear myself start to sound stupid, cause listen, I used to lie, yo, I did. But at least my lies made sense. This don't make no sense, Jesse. This don't make no sense. Um, now I'm gonna tell you what I disagree with. I disagree with the fact that this nigga got jail time. I don't understand why Jesse got jail time where you have people from the January 6th riots walking around like it's all gravy. So I don't, I didn't need 
him to go to jail for quote unquote justice. Because let's be real, Chicago is, especially the Chicago fucking law enforcement system is one of the most crooked to ever been had <laughs> coming second Florida, my alma mater. Uh, but it is ridiculously cro crooked and corrupt. So basically, Jesse made a fool out of you and you like, we gotta give this nigga something. And all I can think to myself is there's a lot of, and the reason why he even got time, um, because how many times do we have Karens and Kevins flat out lie to the police that could actually end in violence for somebody? How often does that happen? And everybody's just like, you know what? They lied, it's fine, you know, we'll get... And listen, and I'm not saying that Jesse should get off. Listen, you need mandatory therapy, sir. You need mandatory therapy. I don't know what you're going through. I don't know what you was about to go through. I don't know what you went through before. But I know for a fact, present day, present day, bitch, we got some work to do. Mm -hmm. But do I think he deserved prison for lying? No. No, I did not believe that. I absolutely did not believe that. There's too many motherfuckers walking around who have lied on people and it's not no big deal. And it, what he needed was therapy. And, and, and I feel like I just want to also say, jail isn't something to fix everything. This is why the whole system needs to be changed because jail ain't rehabilitating nobody. You notice I said therapy? Because mm -hmm. jail's not going to help. Do you know what I'm saying? Especially when we're talking about a situation like this, where no one died and no one was robbed. Right. <laughs> okay, you, you see what I'm saying? No one died. No one was robbed. We used some extra state money we didn't want to go ahead and use, like you've done with every Kevin and Karen that you ha that has six officers sent out for one Black person because they scared. Mm. So, so I just want, I just want to say, I, I know I didn't mean to segue onto Jesse, but it was in my mind. I was just like, listen, we are, because, but I feel like, like Aaron says all the time, we need to be able to walk and chew gum at the same time. I can say what Jesse did was absolutely wrong and he needs to be punished for it without saying he needs to go to jail for 150 days. Like, what the fuck is that going to do? <laughs> right. Okay, so, all right, so he's going to take his 150 days. What I really, and Jesse, shout out. You probably ain't never going to hear this. Um, I need you to take at least three good years. No social media. No out and about. Don't talk to nobody. You are not the gay Tupac. I need you to stop talking. <laughs> when he said that, I said, girl, okay. <laughs> Bro, I need you to stop talking. Uh, shout out to any everybody in the panel. We have uh, J.M. De Jesus. Uh, is that Kelvin? Acoustic Soul. <laughs> and Wilton Lou. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm like, that's not usually the name. All right. Anyway, uh, shout out to everybody who is uh, here this morning. But again, um, when it going back to Chris Brown and people who put out false um, allegations, that, that situation is very different from Jesse's. He lied on himself. <laughs> it's like lying yeah. on your own dick. You lied on yourself. This woman lied on somebody else. Now, as far as I'm concerned, the somebody else, I feel like, as far as Chris Brown is concerned, I feel like we have evidence of the person that he is, whether it's through his music, on paper, all of the, the women, the women who've been in relationships with him. Not one night stands. Not like, oh, here's, I just went to smash a few people at a party. Those weren't the ones coming up. We were talking about the people that were actually in interpersonal relationships with him, which I will be inclined to believe. And I'm saying that I, 
I am upset about the fact that she lied, but now I need her to be prosecuted. I need you to be made an example of, whole. I need you to be made example of. Did because you see there's the, um, too many. Did you see the messages talking about, oh my God, that dick was so good or something? She said, that's the thing, like, ladies, if you're with a celebrity and they dick you down and it's the best dick of your life and you don't ever hear from them again, just, just say the fact that you got to fuck Chris Brown. The fact <laughs> that you got to fuck Chris Brown is enough. I promise you. But hey, I was Chris Brown's side hoe. That's something like that. <laughs> Ride his face, do what you got to do, and move on. Especially if he's giving you a bad that. And on top of that, but do you see, but I also want to point out, do you see how quickly that bitch was found out? I, I want you guys to pay attention. Do you realize how, realize how quickly that bitch was found out? All the extra T's. You do realize that, right? It didn't take nothing. You just had to go ahead and put that shit out there. And everybody became a detective and found out, oh, like, <laughs> I'm sorry, Hope, these two things don't go together. So again, I am going to continue to believe victims. We always talk about the fact that out of all of the uh, rapes that are reported, it's between three to 5% that are proven false allegations. So we're not going to pretend that that 5% doesn't exist. But because of that 95%, I feel very okay extending that type of grace. Because when I found out that it's not true, I'm letting you know this hoe needs to go to jail. How dare you, bitch? How fucking dare you? You're disgusting. You got people right now in the streets fighting for their fucking lives. And because they were assaulted by some celebrity, no, doesn't nobody give a fuck because they are just, oh, well, it's another clout chaser. That's what they like to say. Oh, it's just another clout chaser. They just all be clout chasing. See, I'm not going to do what they want, which is for me to say, oh, well, now that she's lying, I don't know who I can believe. No, no, that's not what we're going to say. What I am going to say is that any woman who is found actually putting out false allegations for rape, for sexual assault, bitch, you deserve everything they fucking throw at you, ho. And I hope they throw everything at you, bitch. That's mm -hmm. how I feel. That's how I feel. This is the reason right, I want to talk about the story. You know, people are like, oh, you don't want to talk about this story because then you'd be going back on your word about what you said earlier. Who? Who going back on their word? Me? No, no, no. I said what I said because I had evidence. This man's own actions was the evidence. So my question to you is, what can we do in this moment? Because I really feel like it needs to, like, I don't give a fuck about Chris Brown uh, or his whatever false allegations. This woman that she lied, we we gotta she needs to go to jail and Absolutely. i don't know how we're gonna make that happen she needs to legitimately go to jail and that's the thing i don't think she is i think they'll say oh girl you're wrong and that's it because she how much money does she try to get from him also i i actually I, don't know the amount it was i think it was six figures i think it was like millions actually yeah <laughs> like, <laughs> this is some serious shit but the thing is, it's so fucked up that she did that because 
we already know how people automatically like oh when it comes to like victim blaming oh ain't she doing this for this and she doing she is once again going to give people more ammo to use this against future victims who actually go through some actual shit and that's what pisses me the fuck off and, and and that's why I wanted to talk about that this this morning. Like, this is not something I'm about to run away or shy from. Bitch, you gotta go. The fuck? Again, I can walk and chew gum at the same time. We can do two things at once. I can think that Chris Brown is a terrible person. And for a lot of violent things, I'm more than likely would believe that he did that shit. I'm sorry. But I can also say as soon as, soon as I find out that bitch was lying, that she needs to go to fucking jail. My energy is the same. Our energy for these people are going to be the same. Right. It don't matter who it is. We have to keep reminding folks on this show. Everyone gets held accountable. Because I tell you, we could be talking about Chris Brown. Oh, y'all quit town on the black man. Y'all just don't like black men. Then we calling this bitch out for being uh for lying. Oh, y'all just don't believe victims. Anyone can be held accountable. We can walk and chew gum at the same fucking time. I'm sorry. And it's just what it is. Because as Aaron has constantly said, we will always believe victims. But we're not going to hide our eyes from fucking evidence. That's stupid. Because we the the point of this podcast is to be is to hold people accountable. I don't care what color, creed, whatever it is that you're going through, but we're going to be holding you accountable. I hold myself accountable. Aaron holds himself accountable. We hold each other accountable. And this is and that's actually something that I want to be a movement within society. Like just because I love somebody, just because I think they're amazing, doesn't mean that I can't say when they're wrong. Right. I don't, I don't get that. Um, we have quite a few messages in there, so I don't know if you want to go ahead and click on one. <laughs> uh, let's see, Wilton. Do you think that all those women that Bill Cosby was accused of molesting, do you think all those women were lying? Or to me, I feel like some may have been probably lying. Um, I, I will say this. Out of the 70 women, because there was over 70, I, I'm lowballing. Out of the 70 women that accused Bill Cosby of something, they did find lies within about, I think it was either two to three women. But you see how that percentage still is constant? <laughs> you, you notice? You, you notice? It's how like, that doesn't change? Like people, because people will say, well, say 3%, which means how we know it ain't. Or like, they were all white people, so I don't see what the problem is. And I'm sorry. Oh my God. <laughs> no, it's it just like, okay, I need you to know that you're kind of a terrible person if you think that, oh, they're white women, so who cares that they got raped? I, they weren't, uh, by the way. That's a lie. 30% of his victims were black. But even if that was the truth, why are you terrible? <laughs> What's your problem? Uh, okay. Shout out to um, y'all. Earth is for real, for real ghetto. Um, anywho, yeah, so I heard about that Chris Brown stuff recently, and yeah, that was crazy. How do you accuse somebody of something just because they don't want you? And imagine how many times other people have been accused and didn't have receipts. Shout out to receipts, though. Um, yeah, that was crazy. And it's a lot of shit like that where people lie about something, um, knowing damn well they're they're lying. And you know what I mean? Like, it's crazy how many people get away with that shit. Like, bruh. Actually, actually, 
because she she thought that Chris Brown was going to fall in love with her. I said, girl, do you know who you mess with? Just get the dick and get your life and just move on. Like, girl, the fact that you got to fuck this nigga is enough. Like, girl, come on. Like, like I, by the way, I don't know why that's it. You know what? Whatever. We're not going to go there. Everybody got goals. It's fine. Um, <laughs> what I'm, But I also want to reiterate that when we say, oh, all the times that this happens, it's really not all the time. Three to five percent of all rape allegations statistically are proven to be false. It's three to five percent. So usually 97 to 95 percent of what you hear is true. So I just want to make sure we put that out there. I'm not saying that these things can't happen. Duh. Three to five percent is still a percentage. But are we going to pretend, oh, look at all these niggas where it happens. It's so crazy. They just come out of the woodwork. That's insane. No. No. That's not going to fly here. Sorry. Um... One other thing that I want to get on to before I move on to fucking Ryan Coogler. What a mess. Um, the one thing I really want to say is, again, this is, a this is a Black queer platform where we believe victims, but we are never going to let anybody get away without hearing something from us when you lie. I was a victim. Bitch, I could cut you my fucking self. I don't think anybody realizes how angry I am about this. Bitch, I could fillet you myself. How dare you take away our some of our credibility? And on top of that, for most people listening to this story, that's all the credibility they fucking needed, bitch. Oh, sorry. I had to make sure I put that out there. Um, is there anything else you want have left to say on it before we move on? Uh no, uh well actually, yeah. Um, kind of like going off of what you said, um, just because this is a needle and a haystack situation doesn't mean that I'm just going to say, see, all victims are just full of shit. I'm still going to believe the victim <laughs> automatically. And if we get to that point, that way we can get to the situations like this, that we can call them out for the bullshit. But to automatically just say, stop believing victims because it's one situation is very dangerous. Oh, it's 100% dangerous. And I feel like it's uh, one of the, because, and remember, they're going to drag this story where she lied through the mud. But all of Trey Songz's victims whose stories have never changed, we're not going to hear about that until he's got another victim. By the way, why is Khloe Kardashian dating Trey Songz? Wait, they, what? I th listen, I, I'll be listening to stuff, girl. I'll be listening to stuff, yeah. child. And, and one thing about the Kardashians, they're going to find us some big black cock to some <laughs> right first of all like listen i i like big dick like the rest of everybody but like that that, that looks like dangerous first off um secondly um <laughs> i also just want like this is the thing though if anything was to ever happen to chloe everybody's going to say you didn't hear about the allegations before you know, but then do, do you see what I'm saying? But we're supposed to believe he did nothing wrong. So it's totally fine that she goes out and dates him. But if anything's to happen, she was supposed to know. Just want to put that out there. How y'all continually full of shit when it comes to that kind of stuff. Um, all right, let's move on to Ryan Coogler. So first, I want to get your reaction. What was your reaction when you first initially heard the story about Ryan Coogler um, being arrested, trying to take out his own money out of the bank? I want to say this. Usually, bank robbers, if they're trying to rob a bank, they're not going to say, "Hey, I would like to make a withdrawal." <laughs> <laughs> they're not going to say, "Hey, fucking take the money." They're not going to go up to you and say, "Hey, I would like some money out of my account." Make that make sense. Now, not... 
number two, black people can also be anti-black as well. I want to say something about that. That's the reason why I'm bringing up the story. So originally uh, what I heard, it was a black teller and the black teller made this call to call the police. And that's not true. The black teller went to her supervisor because any amount, because he wanted $12,000 in case you didn't know, any amount over $9,999 has to be flagged by the IRS. So there's IRS paperwork. So as soon as she put in the amount, she got a, a pop-up that said um, she needs IRS paperwork going to the manager. She goes to the manager and the manager says to call the police. Still don't know what color the manager was. But this black lady who was doing her job and saw something in the computer says, go, says to go to your manager, you go to your manager. And next thing you know, you're being dragged through the mud for being anti-black to fucking Ryan Coogler. I was like, <laughs> I'm so sorry. Because they're not going to stop either. Just so you know. Um, now, is it possible that it could have gone down that, obviously we know that it didn't go down that way because we read the article and no one went differently, but is it impossible for another black person to be like, I know he ain't got it. He trying to rob this place. Uh, uh, of course it is. Anti-blackness has been injected into black people. It's why we're constantly trying to, uh, regular black queer people are trying to fight for their rights with, with black people. Yeah, we know, we know, but one of the things that I, I was really upset about was the fact that they didn't talk about the, the manager who actually made the call, did not talk about his race, his person, his name, his nothing. But that teller, to the point where even Ryan Cooler was like, I can't believe this bitch called the cops on me. <laughs> <laughs> to, the, to that point. And all I can say is, God damn, that Mitch must be receiving so much shit. But this is my, this is my biggest issue. My biggest issue was the fact that there were so many Black people in the comment section under this story, talking about, well, it was the way he was dressed and why'd he put in a note? He must've been feeling himself too much that day because you know, he Ryan Cooley. Ain't nobody know you like that. Why are you coming all in disguise and stuff? And I'm just like, so, so wait, 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 wait. You, 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 as a black person, I've been scared taking out money out of the bank and I have never, uh, listen, and, and I'm saying never because it's right now, but not for the future. It could happen in the future. I have never taken no $12,000 out of no fucking account, okay? And I have been very afraid to take out money out of my account, especially if it's a big amount. I'm like, damn, if I can't take it out the ACM, I'm not gonna worry about it. And that's the fucking truth. Having to buy a money order to move into an apartment and it's sometimes it's three, four thousand dollars that you have to go ahead and withdraw and you got people looking at you crazy and I'm thinking, oh my God, the cops. So let's stop pretending that it doesn't happen to people who weren't dressed that particular way or didn't send in a fucking note, which by the way, the note said I'd like to withdraw money from my account. <laughs> ha, ha, and by the way, they had the ID and the bank card. What robber does this? Child. What robber? What robber does this? And even if, well, never mind, because I was going to say something very, you know how radical I am. Uh, let's say, I mean, <laughs> this is the place to say it, though. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> Let me tell you, we have to, what, even if Citizens Bank is a billionaire corporation, they will be fucking okay <laughs> even if it was to happen. I'm not, why are we so dedicated to defending billionaires? And you also have to think about the root issue as to why do people rob banks in the first place? But anyways, that's a different conversation because again, I'm- Listen, 
which we will have because I understand exactly where Aaron is coming from. Because do you know how many things these things are FDIC insured? And I will say it right here because I don't care. I don't believe in robbing people. That's fucked up. They worked for that shit. You don't even know what they had to do to get the shit that they got. Them regular people, what the fuck you doing? Even if they even if they make $100,000 a year, they could still be going broke because they, they may have five kids. The money may not be stretching nowhere. When you rob a place, though, this is where I am. When you rob a place, um, those places are FDIC insured. So it doesn't matter how much you take. They have insurance to recoup that money. But they will, so... get, they will get it back quickly. <laughs> I feel like I realized this is why. I didn't even know this before, but from young, okay? Um, and I think the first movie was Heat. I was always on the bank robber side. Like, man, I know you can get out. Like, <laughs> like, don't catch my babies. Like it, so I feel like I've always felt this because it's like, it's it's a bank. They don't even, you won't even approve for the loan, no matter how hard you work or what you do. So I'm sorry that I'm not like, oh my God, I can't believe they robbed Bank of America. <laughs> I don't care. I don't, I don't care. Rob a small business, I'm gonna care. Rob people, I'm gonna care. Ro you know what I'm saying? But robbing Bank of America, Chase? High five, bitch. So I don't care <laughs> as much as people care about this fucking money. But I also realized, you know, just like Aaron says constantly, capitalism really has us in a chokehold to the point where it does, like, and I also need people to realize the biggest problem with this is the fact that the police were called on a black man, and if he had not stayed calm, if he had not been the precipice of harmony and love, that nigga would not be here with us today. Mm. I need people, and this is why it is so important for people to really actually think about the ramifications of calling the police on somebody. I Elijah McClain was not that long ago. That's the, the last option ever like i would never i don't call the police the police will not safe. the police are dangerous i never call the police unless i fucking like like i'm just not gonna do it because how the fuck they say oh black man and they see me and shoot my ass thinking that i'm the person that did it now you know, listen I, you know how trigger happy they are they they bias and all these things oh i see a black person let me go ahead they can't wait to shoot the fucking guns as it is so they see right. black male description and shoot my fucking ass Dave Chappelle, who I am loath to quote, but he made sense at, some, at certain points. Um, but Dave Chappelle actually had a running joke in one of his most famous specials where he's like, I'm always so afraid to call the police. If I call the police, and they come over to my big ass house. They're going to knock me over and be like, this nigger put pictures of himself and his family all throughout the house. I can't believe it. Sprinkle some crack on him. It's funny. <laughs> but that's. That's not far from the actual truth, especially since, sadly, I spent some of the weekend looking over um, all of these videos where police officers were literally planting evidence on people of all colors. Just, like, you got to make your quota. Everybody was poor, and it was more Black people than white, but you see they're only trying to go after the most vulnerable. Mm. Like, let's let's be real. So when we know that we live in a world where this happens, people have to be so careful about when they're going to call the police. And I feel very bad for Meg The Stallion when she got shot and the police officers were like, what happened to you? And she lied because she didn't want anything to happen to Tory Lanez. She was like, I can't call the police on another black man just to have that same black man be like, kick rocks, you big ass bitch. 
as soon as he had a chance. Yep. It's a conundrum. And this is why I really feel like I really wish that there was a, a there, there was just a group of black women with weapons that we could call instead. <laughs> instead of the police. Because I will call the Empress Brigade at any point in time when I'm in trouble, bitch. And listen, you know we love our cat suits and rolling like ninjas on somebody. We will do that in a hot second. So I just need, I want to feel safe when we can call the police. But the fact is we can't and we don't. That's the world we live in. Because we know like 90% of the crimes have already happened once the police come. All they're going to do is get out their notebook and pencil and write this shit down. Brad, I will, and I have to tell this story. I will never forget. I called the police. <laughs> I called the police. I was I was looking rough, honey. Um, I didn't even know if the police was gonna come, and uh, they didn't. So there was <laughs> there was there was like so I was living child. I was living. Um, it was kind of like a part of a mechanic shop. Basically, I was living in the back. I was only paying six hundred dollars a month in rent. Nigga, I was doing what I had to do, and. Um, there was people after this is after it closed and everything. There's people just um, shooting up heroin, like right in front of my door. Um, and I was walking out to go get some food. And I was just like, so can you can you go? And they started to get real violent and real big. And she'd be like, bitch, don't come up. You know, I, and I was thinking How, you're on heroin. You should be way more calm. I should be able just to roll you out of the way. Like this shouldn't be such a fight, but they were, it got real aggressive real fast. So I go back inside the house. My homeschool ass is like nine, one, one. I get on the phone and I was just like, there are people outside. They're doing drugs in front of my door. I can't even walk to the corner store. You know, I'm putting on my best white lady. They were like, where are you? <laughs> they said, girl, not to live in <laughs> said Andrews and Sistrum. Um, we will be there as soon as we can. Um, SpongeBob voice, two days later. They roll up to my house <laughs> and we're like, we heard you had a problem a couple nights ago. How'd that go? <laughs> Sir, <laughs> uh, you're welcome for being in one piece. So I'm letting you know <laughs> that Remember, they only want to protect what, they're, what they want to protect. As soon as they call it that bank, them niggas rolled in six deep. I could call the police in the hood and they're like, I'm sorry, ma'am, what was your location? <laughs> oh, you might be by yourself on that one. So sorry. So I want people to know how absolutely dangerous this type of thing is, but we also need to look at, and hopefully one episode we will dissect, how black women are really supposed to use the police. Because if we don't have protection from the police and we're not getting protection from black men, what are we supposed to do? Okay, you know what, another story. It's another story, it's fine, it's fine. Um, what, did, what was your, um, when, I, when you found out like the aftermath, which the aftermath was, I guess, Bank of America and Ryan Cooler came up with an amount, I'm guessing, so that he would he wouldn't say anything and they wouldn't say anything. And now it's like he's like, it's all done now, right? Yeah, I saw that. What is your reaction to that? <laughs> they said, look, <laughs> fuck up. Let's make a deal. Because you're not, <laughs> you're not gonna have us looking problematic up in this bitch. <laughs> and uh, like and yeah. they um 
bank of uh, uh citizens bank has um been pretty problematic when it comes to like taking advantage of poor people as well like i really don't um, again i don't have any um shame or like i don't feel bad for banks when like people call them out on their bullshit because again they will be fine <laughs> Yeah, more than you'll be fine. Like, my goodness, like, y'all got bailed out. Banks got bailed out. Thanks, Obama. Banks got bailed out, okay? People can't get bailed out. I, I like, I, I don't care what I explain to these creditors. They still coming for my ass. So, I, it, it, it's, like, for me, especially when it, like you said, when it comes to banks and not feeling sorry for them, I'm almost disgusted. And I also just want to tell people, especially Black people, like, uh, I need you to find yourself. And I know this is going to be hard to change a bunch of stuff. Y'all got Bank of America. Y'all got Chase. Y'all got Wells Fargo. Almost all of those banks not only donated to the Dakota Pipeline. So just fuck you, Indigenous people. That's first off. But on top of that, they treat you like shit. You ever tried to get an overdraft fee reversed? Mm. All right. So I want to tell people that we need to start divesting from these regular banks and to go to credit unions. I've been dealing with these tiny ass little credit unions. I pick up the phone and call me and be like, oh, hey, Sydney. <laughs> <laughs> Period. Ma'am, I have a name. You knew my name. I'm sorry. I refuse to do this big bank bullshit and they will do all this stuff. $500 just so you can open an account with us and all this other shit. Stay away from these banks. No bank cares about you, but those banks just hate you. I might as well tell you. They hate your ass and they just want your money. <laughs> At least, even if my bank don't care about me, they're going to pretend for my sake. Be fake. They're going to be Democrats and be fake. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? At least, at least be fake to me at the bank. Damn. <laughs> oh, you can't withdraw money too black. The fuck? Anyway. Um, so we are going to get to the next topic. We are really running them through. I, I thought I had more, but we, we going through this very, very quickly. Um, I'm sorry. I haven't even looking at the, at the notes and stuff. Anything you want to play? Uh... Yes, actually. Go for it. Man, I tried to make it less than a minute, but at the end of the story, what happened was the lady stole the man's baby. Um, then when he got the wife, had to go get the baby back because she's like, uh, this is my baby. Um, but anyways, the wife had to go get the baby back. And everybody was like, oh, well, we thought because of this and blah, blah, blah. Everybody was fucking like still focused on the man and the lady got away. Yo, and let me clarify, I'm just speaking about the Chris Brown situation. I can't speak for all um, rape victims or, you know, any victims of any type of sexual assault or anything. I wish them healing and and all the best moving forward, because that's that's something crazy. It's traumatic. Anything traumatic messes you up. But I'm speaking specifically on this Chris Brown situation. Why, when you don't get the results that you were expecting, you try to ruin somebody's life? That's the shit that I'm talking about. And it's it's crazy because... If you sit there and lie about something like that, imagine how the victims that have really been through something like that feels like some of them aren't even telling anybody anything. But you got, you know what I mean? You got people out here lying about the situation. Either way, I wish them all the best. And 
you know, healing because because everybody went through something with this. Even the girl that quote unquote lied about it, she's still going through something mentally for her to do all this. So yeah, I wish everybody the best. You're a mute girl. I said, I'm glad that you feel that way because you better than me because I do not wish that whole the best. I wish that whole jail time. <laughs> I, 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 you are so much better than I am because I'm one of those victims that you're talking about and I am angry. I am pissed. And I like honestly don't collect the $200. Don't pass go. Just go to jail. That's where I'm at with it. Um, as far as Chris Brown, the person, I'm sorry, boo. You've done, done too many things. Your credibility has already been shot, especially with women. Uh, you, you are colorist. Jesus, we're not even going to talk about the people that you just don't allow into your section or you only want to fact the black girls with the good hair, whatever the fuck that's supposed to mean, you weird ass nigga, whatever. Like, and on top of that, you have been a stalker. You have been violent. Like, Karuchi had to run away. <laughs> okay. Stop. So I'm not going to go ahead and pretend like, oh, if something comes up with Chris Brown, I got an automatic, nah, bitch. <laughs> I'll be like, I'll wait to the evidence. All of this is alleged. But for right now, this is my opinion. And that's where we're just going to go with it. Um, because, But like I, but like you, um, Acoustic Soul said, like what this does to the other victims who are actually speaking up about it. Because remember, when we are talking about all of the sexual allegations that have been, uh, that have been um, said, we're not talking about the women who will never, ever say anything. My, my mother is a, is, is a victim. Do you think she went to the police? Do you think she told somebody? Come on now. How many of them are out there who haven't even said a word, who are just suffering in silence because they A, see all of the women when they finally do see something, get dragged through the mud, or B, in situations like this, they see somebody lying like, nobody's going to believe me. Mm. Oh, all right. So, oh, Jesus. Tell me again what you say about Republicans and Democrats. So Republicans spit in your face. Democrats spit in your food. I don't fuck with either. I don't want spit, period. So fuck both the parties. You, both, parties not, both parties are not meant for Black people. Anti-saliva over here. You know what I mean? And um, Unless we talking about some other ways of... Depending on <laughs> that's an after dark show, Aaron. That's an after dark show. Hush, hush. <laughs> anyway, um, but no, I I feel like one of the this is something um that obviously is near and dear to both me and Aaron. Aaron is trying to get into work from home. I currently have a work from home job, and the fact that this <sighs> Jesus, this decrepit, sleepy ass nigga, has decided, you know what? I want to stimulate the economy. So you want to stimulate the economy. I'm just, and I just want everybody just to go with me on this journey, right? Let's take everybody from work from home and put them back into offices. So now those same offices are now paying overhead. Those same offices are now trying to get utilities and everything for those same buildings. There's more money that they're putting out. And let's not talk about the workers who are now trying to commute to work and now Gas is five thousand five dollars a barrel. <laughs> it feel like five thousand dollars, nigga. No, but it, right now it's like five dollars a barrel for gas. If this, let me tell you something. Everybody should feel like they got slapped in the face, straight up, because they're basically telling you that. Because it, like, I heard a TikTok the other day, like, um, are you going to pay for my gas to get there? 
because that gas is expensive. Are you going to let me bring my cats? Because I need emotional support within this within this pandemic. And I know people will laugh at that, but I'm being dead fucking serious. Dead serious. No, like I don't I don't even think of it as a joke. Because as far as I'm concerned, me working from home, I have a, what's called social anxiety disorder. It means that, there you go. <laughs> uh, it means that within uh, crowds, a lot of people, I will, I will just see a crowd of people and suddenly it's a very intense situation for me. Suddenly it's like, I got to go. I can, like, I literally have been on the way to work. I remember, I don't know, I think it was in my early 20s and I had the worst panic attack there was too many people on this fucking bus and i didn't care where they dropped me off i pulled the string and i was li literally in the woods and i was like i'll walk in the direction i gotta go because i couldn't stay on there mm. it's real for a lot of people and i also want you to talk about a little bit how the <laughs> the love of capitalism has kind of affected you too because i'm not the only one absolutely like we're gonna have an episode talking about how capitalism um, it's bad for, it's terrible for your mental illness. <clears throat> but when Joe Biden says some dumbass shit talking about, oh, we need Americans to get back to work in person because working from home is bad for the economy. We all know this is all about money. And why the fuck would you wait till gas prices are skyrocketing? <laughs> it doesn't make any sense. Doesn't it feel like a setup? It feels like a setup because I remember I was working for and <laughs> you know what, we won't give them a name, but I was working for this company and it was a health system and it was a call center uh, within that health system. So I was taking a lot of calls from all over the state. Right. And they basically said, listen, if you get your numbers right, we'll let you actually work from home. Everybody excited. This is pre-pandemic, by the way. Everybody is fucking excited. We're just like, oh my God, I get a chance to just do this from home and I don't have to like, oh, you're in the bathroom. I just take my laptop, laptop with me to go take a shit. Fuck you. Like I, would, I was <laughs> so excited, right? And they said, listen, if you get your average handle time numbers correct, if it's everything's under five minutes, your QA scores are 100, are averaging 100, whatever the case is, then you can go home. So I remember the productivity going up in that place because everybody trying to figure out how they can work from home. And they're all like, listen, I'm not going to stop either. As soon as I get from home, I'm going to make sure you keep on doing the same thing so they don't ever have to bring me back into this fucking office, this godforsaken place, right? I was too, I remember I had gotten my, I'd been working for about six months, um, not at the job, six months trying to get work from home, okay? So I've been working for about six months try, so get, trying to get my numbers together and averaging out and I bring my paperwork to my supervisor and I'm just like, uh, you're gonna have to give me a computer. Here's your numbers you wanted. She said, oh, I'm sorry. I, you must not have gotten the email where the, uh, the numbers actually changed. You need to reach this now. Do you know how happy I was when the pandemic started and everybody just started working from home? You tried to make us jump through hoops just for you to find out it actually worked better for you to have us at home. And now we're like, guess what? We need to make more money for these buildings. These buildings are empty. Cause you have to remember that they're skyscrapers. Now it's gonna look like a stupid investment. How dumb does this investment look like now to have all these fucking ridiculously tall buildings and all of this shit going on with everybody working in their underwear? And they just don't want to look dumb. That's how I feel. Yep. You don't want to look stupid. <laughs> it's you, all about you've done all this shit? 
all about the money, all about the stocks. I like, I see right through the bullshit. And it's, it, he's smart too, because it's like, oh, I'm going to wait till gas prices go up to make everyone not be able to work from home anymore because that's more money. Again, this, this lie saying that, oh, working from home hurts the economy is bullshit. That's how capitalism works, though. This illusion that, oh, you need to go, you need to take your ass to the actual office. But, and not, and you know what, that's such a good point because that literally is how capitalism works. But I also want people to understand, like, when they say it's not stimulating the economy, what they're saying is it's stimulating society and society's happiness. It's not stimulating money for those businesses. Mm. That's what they're really trying to say. Because I know people who work from home, they are happier. They just get they shit delivered. They pay the $99 a year to Walmart, so they ain't got to worry about it no more. And like, the, a lot of these people are finding other things that they can do because they're not spending two to three hours in traffic just trying to get to work every day. And on top of that, attendance is up. Do you know how easy attendance is now? Okay. <laughs> but bro, think about it. You literally are having more pro productivity. We'll be Tell there. How and we'll be there on time as well. Bro, you got diligent workers who are willing to work for you. They're just saying, listen, I just don't want to do it there. And you have the capability, but you're saying no because of money. We got two messages from Mr. Mansplainer. Say, Aaron, what's going on? Uh, WFH? Forgive me, I'm old. What the hell is that? Uh, WFH? Yeah. Uh, WFH means work from home or remote work. <laughs> I'm so sorry, baby. <laughs> My bad. Uh, with the gas prices increasing, working from home would be smarter. reduces our carbon <laughs> footprint, which he said he's pro. What the fuck is he talking about? Oh Thank you. Please, somebody sit that old man down. I would, I would Bruh. sit him down myself, honestly. But uh, his alternative is not good. So, uh, <laughs> what is the Stop. next election? <laughs> Jesus. These, uh, I really want uh, black people to understand that this two-party system is not made for us. It will never be made for us. It, um. If you're going to vote, vote locally. Because this whole presidential shit is like the Super Bowl at this point. I don't take it <laughs> seriously. <laughs> um, because you have motherfuckers like this lesser of the two white supremacists say some dumbass shit like that. Talking about, oh, working from home hurts the economy more? Are you kidding me? <laughs> Bro, I'm saying, like, and, and, and what sucks is, like, when it's it's funny because when I when we say stuff about Biden, I will hear like, oh, so you were Trump supporter? Bitch, no. Why are those the only two choices you think of? But no. Illusion, though. That's the illusion. Oh, if you why are you talking about Biden? You must like Trump. Oh, why are you talking about Trump? You, you know, Biden ain't no. I don't like neither one of these white supremacists. I'm not interested right. in illusion. I'm no longer interested in subscribing to this idea of picking the lesser of two evils. I, fuck that shit, bitch. I, and listen, the only reason that I voted and I did was because I felt like Velveeta Voldemort, Clockwork Orange had to go. Do you think I liked Biden and Kamala? No. I thought y'all were terrible. thought you were terrible people. But I was like, y'all shot Bernie in the knee like it was a Walking Dead episode. So that nigga could never be great. So here we are with this shit. <laughs> like, 
We got another message from Oh, Aaron. Aaron. Oh, the less of the two white supremacists. Oh, oh man. It's so true. So true. So true. I don't know if he's less or not, honestly. I would rather you tell me you're racist in my face and uh, act and just treat me like a human being than tell me you're for me and not treat me like a human being and then do all types, say all types of shit behind my back. But yeah, yeah, but yeah. Thank you. This is what I say all the time. I want, just say it. Just say, look, your black asses ain't got nothing else to lose. If you don't vote for me, you're not. Well, he did say that. If you don't vote for me, you're not black because <laughs> Obama, even though I said nigger with a hard ER at the end, <laughs> videotape on that shit but i'm not like this whole oh uh i care about black you don't care about black people because if you did you'll recognize this this shit that we're going through and the fact that a lot of black folks really cannot take our ass to work like that because of where we're at bro okay so i got into a car accident i don't have a car anymore could i get another car of course i could but i don't want to spend 300 dollars in insurance and 300 dollars in a payment i don't want to spend six to seven hundred dollars a month just to be able to drive around no the average like the average american especially black folks cannot afford a car note anymore like we use like this inflation all this shit like, come on. Why the fuck would you wait till now? Well, I know why, but it's like, it's fucked up. Mm. Your gas prices are damn near $9 in California and all these other cities to say, oh, you need to take your asses to work in person. Bitch, with what? Like, and it sucks because it sucks that we have so much, we have so much energy to fight each other versus the 1% where most of our problems fucking come from. Let me tell you, the dreams that I have that I, I'm not going to say on this app, but what I want to happen to these elites, let me just tell you, I don't know if y'all watch X-Men, but I'm on my Magneto shit right now. Hashtag eat the rich. Just, <laughs> I don't, I, <laughs> I just, I just, no, I, I, and this is the thing. As somebody who, I, I, I guess at this point, I have been categorized as a socialist, which I'm okay with. Um, nobody should be poor. Anybody should be able to get rich. Nobody should be poor. And I feel like nobody should be poor should be the tagline for any political person coming out because the things that people who are under the poverty line are going through, we talk about uh, the uh, dystopian um, existence and, and, and all of these different like end of the world situations. They're going through them right now. They're going through them right now. And it is, it's crazy to me. It is. Um, what do you think we can do about it? Because I, I, as far as I'm concerned, the, the only way, say what? About gas prices or about capitalism in general? Oh, girl, listen, gas prices, I don't know what has to happen there. That sounds like a covert black ops operation where nobody wins. Um, <laughs> I'm speaking like in reference to the work from home. Um, what can people do to keep it? I want people to know that you can say no. And I know that that is so scary. That's the scary thing. That's the solution to honestly, when it capitalism too. Until we all, until we all as one, uh, take not go take our ass to because again we have the power if you really think about it. The way that this economy is running and runs, 
if we until we all make the world stop and do what we got to do, we still have to continue to take our ass to work like a slave Monday through Friday at miserable slave ass jobs. Bruh, and I'm going to go off topic for a second, but this is something that I also want all black people, black queer people to know. I'm letting you know now this is going to sound crazy. I need everybody to take a life insurance policy out on themselves. Mm. I need every single black person to take a life insurance policy on themselves. Why you ask? Because insurance companies don't fucking play. Because they're not going to pay out if they don't have to. So when I say them bitches are investigating, they're going to be getting, listen, you, you want to get not paid out by an insurance company. Insurance companies do, that's their job is to not pay. So they are going to go out of their absolute way to investigate anything. So if anybody's ever shot by a cop, you don't have to worry, bro. The insurance company's coming after that ass. Let, I just want to make sure I put that out there for everybody. Get a life insurance policy out on yourself. Just want to put that out there because I just found this out recently and I have to share it. This is from Wilton. I need to find me a work at home job. I'm I'm telling you, um, I so these are my um, suggestions in reference to work from home jobs. When you decide to search on Indeed or whatever, don't just look for work from home jobs in your state. Um, look for work from home jobs out of state. Arizona's playing really good. Triple A is hiring at twenty three dollars an hour right now for work from home. So I just want to put stuff out there for you guys because it's it's not fair, <laughs> okay? Girl, gonna it's eat not his- fair for if us he, to work like this. If he does this, they're going to eat his ass up, as they should, because why the fuck? You know we're going through some shit. People, like, again, going back to, like, car payments and shit, inflation. Why the fuck would you take that away from us after all the shit that's going on? Like, my God, it's like you weren't even here for the last two years. Were you, were you here? Uh, were you present? I mean, he might have been in a, like some kind of cryogenic chamber during those years. I have no idea. But I, I just want to say somebody should have brought you up to speed. It's a bad idea. It's a really bad idea to go ahead and take that from us right now. And the only thing that I can say is I know that it's really scary, but you have the power. You have the power to say no. If you got everybody who's in your company to say, no, we are not returning back to office. What the fuck are they going to do? Especially when it's working right now in your home. What are they going to do? So I, that's all I can say is like, there's there's power in the word no. We deserve it. And speaking of us working so fucking hard already, all the time, every day. Listen, Aaron is the true epitome of a Jamaican. He already got two jobs. He should have a third if he wants to go ahead and get his like honorary Jamaican license. If he wants to go ahead and like complete, he needs like a third job. Look, my and, parents, my parents said, "What are you doing? You gotta work, work, work." Speaking of, we about to drag Kim Kardashian. <laughs> just work. Oh. People don't want to work anymore. Just get back to work. Coming from your white ass and your dad, who let me let me listen. Calm down. Oh, we gonna get into it, but first, I want you to hear it from the serpent's mouth herself. Um, I have a, uh, I want to make sure that you guys see, 
exactly where her mind frame comes from because she says this with this exaltation like she is giving out like this amazing advice to somebody and I feel like the one thing that I feel um super disgusted by is the fact that I am um daughter of immigrants uh, me and Aaron are both children of immigrants and I feel like the one thing that we saw and saw constantly was our parents work so hard to get nowhere. Yeah. I have seen it on a regular basis. Like we're uh, like, we can get into housing discrimination and things like that nature of an, on another episode. But I remember my mom was working uh, five days a week, 16 hours a day. The two days that she was off, she was taking us to go volunteer so that we could put something on our resumes so that we are on our school resumes so that we could go to school in a good area. Like I knew what hard work really looked like, but guess what? She wasn't getting anywhere. Mm. This woman was working her fingers to the bone, not getting anywhere. And the one thing that, at least that I thought of when this the thing first came out, I don't want us to get confused. Because again, we can walk and chew gum at the same time. The Kanye situation, dear God, he is, he's got like, what was it? Claymation fucking music videos where he's cutting off Pete Davidson's head and she's trying to tell him to leave her alone and he's not leaving her alone and blah, blah, blah. I just want to put it out there. That's terrible, right? That's terrible. Um, that's also, that's harassment and that shouldn't be okay. However, this is a different subject. Just want to put that out there, y'all. This is a different subject. This is not about her harassment, which by the way, wrong, right? This is about something completely different. Go ahead. Here, mute your mic. For women in business, get your fucking ass up and work. It seems like nobody wants to work these days. You That's have to, so true. You have to surround yeah. yourself with people that want to work. Have a good work environment where everyone loves what they do because you have one life. No toxic work. Give the best advice for women in business. Get your fucking ass up and work. All right. Okay. So Kim Kardashian has some nerve saying that can she even spell work? Does she even know what she <laughs> is i'm confused i feel like we need to remind kim kardashian that your father was oj simpson's attorney and oj simpson was y'all's godfather let's let's keep it 100 you have to be in a certain tax bracket in order for even that to happen so this hard work that she's talking about is great when you have all everything has been spoon fed to you because no you don't have to worry about going to a good college you didn't have to worry about going to college at all i'm glad you did your little harvard online thing that was cute but that was recent so you didn't have to we we've been taught we have to go to school work our fingers to the bone get as many jobs as possible to try and get right and still not be able to make it while you on the other hand are talking about oh we i just work hard and you're just like who are your parents again your step, like, before now, your stepfather was uh, Bruce Jenner. Multi-award-winning um, fucking tennis player. I know that's not the thing, but I don't do tennis, sorry. Um, so 
that shit to me was insane. So I just decided to do a little research. <laughs> and uh, I found some very, a very interesting article that I am going to read you now. Um, a former employee of Whale Rock Industries, a third-party media company that created the Kardashian-Jenner official apps, is speaking out in light of Kim Kardashian's recent comments that nobody wants to work these days. It's so true. And her, that her best advice for women in business is to get your fucking ass up and work. <laughs> the former employee says... I worked hard as a part of official Kardashian-Jenner apps launch team, days, nights, weekends, whenever and wherever I was needed, said Jessica DeFino, an anti-product beauty reporter in a statement. My entry-level salary is barely enough to scrape by in Los Angeles. I worked hard to bring in extra income by freelancing on the side. A clause in my contract limited my opportunities to take on work outside of the company. If immense wealth is indeed the product of hard work, as the Kardashian claims, it is hard work of the lower-level employees who struggle to make ends meet while their employers reap the rewards. Defino was a who authors a beautiful, uh, sorry, authors a beauty critic newsletter on Substack called The Unpublishable um describes herself as someone dismantling beauty standards and debunking marketing myths so i just want to put out there let's be real that was from somebody who actually works for her the people that work for her and who are working hard nights and weekends and do and, and are working hard are not reaping the benefits that kim kardashian is reaping so what does hard work really have to do with it this is about money this is about access. And that it always kills me because the people who are saying this dumb ass shit, like people just don't want to work and pe this generation's lazy. These same people that you are talking down on are the reason why you are rich now. They are make they are the reason that the consumers, you want to be where you are without these lazy folks, quote unquote. You know, same thing for like people like at these concerts and stuff. They Poor people are in these audiences at these concerts during this pandemic. Poor people that you are talking down on. So when celebrities say this dumbass shit like, oh, you're just being lazy, bitch, okay, I can show you lazy. I ain't going to buy none of your content. I'm not going to do none of this shit. You're on mute. No, I was saying, and they're really biting the hand that feeds them. Like those people, the poories who you need telling to get back to work. Like I'm looking at my mom who had like how many jobs work and work and work in her whole fucking life. Still, by the way, works 12 hours a day, six days a week. That's current. Like people are waking That's up. current. People are waking up this whole, oh, people just don't want to work. And you know what? That may be true. People are realizing, hey, I'm doing all this fucking work way more work than you're doing that even though you started this whole company thing and i'm still getting exploited i'm not i'm not making people are waking up I'm like hey i'm tired of this shit. <laughs> i shouldn't have to do this shit people are like really waking up listen because they're moving to different countries you know listen black tiktok is lit they're talking about places in mexico that are amazing for black people to live how cheap it is like people are deciding guess what i want quality of life I'm sorry. Sydney's cat just <laughs> Yo, just jumped from nowhere. Like, bitch, what are you going through? Anyway, I'm so sorry. <laughs> anyway, that startled me. Anyway. Um, but no, I'm I we really have to 
we really have to take into consideration how much we work already and the fact that people are saying to themselves, I'm not doing this anymore. I'd rather live off the grid. I'd rather catch my own rainwater than work for you hoes. I don't think that's a bad thing. Like they're literally are finding ways to live beneath the means so they can actually live life and spend time with their kids. Like I, having my mother work my entire life, I can honestly say I met her as an adult. I didn't know that woman. Like it's it's people. Uh, it's no way in hell. I should not have to work. I, once upon a time, it used to be where like people would work two jobs just to make a little extra money. But now, if you work two or even three jobs, you still can't pay your bills. You're still barely making it. The places where it's like fifteen dollars is the minimum. Let me tell you something. Those up those one bedroom apartments in those areas, fifteen, fourteen, thirteen, sixteen, seventeen hundred dollars a month easily. And I live in Denver, baby. This shit is disgusting. It is disgusting. I, I like I'm here trying to figure out because uh, and I'll be taking y'all on the journey of me moving into um, a new apartment and the money they want down, the things that you have to jump through, like the, everything costs. First, last security. Not everybody got that on fucking deck, and and it's not because of my lack of work ethic. They really feel like when you're not able to do something, it's because of you. Well, you just didn't get up off your ass. Like, how many ways are we going to do this bootstrap thing? I've been talking to people like us. She was talking to the probably upper class, middle white, upper upper middle class white women who who look up to her. She wasn't. She can't relate to people like that. She can't relate. I don't like when rich people talk like this because you will never be able to relate. Oh, just go, just go to work, and you can be a billionaire like me. If we cannot all be billionaires, there's a high chance that none of our asses on this app, I'm sorry, just being honest, it's going to be a fucking millionaire or a billionaire. That's not how the system works. I hate to crush your dreams of you want to be a capitalist or whatever. It's a high chance that ain't going to happen. And the fact of the matter is, is that nobody needs to be a millionaire. We just need to all be in a place where nobody's figuring out how they're going to feed their families. Feeding your family should be a right. I don't care if you're flipping burgers. I don't care if you're the barista. I don't. You deserve to be able to take care of your home. You deserve to be able to live in an apartment that doesn't look like you sharing your shit with the roaches. You just like, stop. We got to stop saying, like, guess what? Because you don't make enough money. You just don't deserve. Like we had some, uh, there was a, a TikToker, this, uh, this white guy from a uh, white gay guy, a New Yorker um, on TikTok who moved into a uh, low in, who moved into low income housing, like in the middle of the Bronx or downtown New York or what have you. When I say the waiting, waiting list was long, the, the stuff that you have to jump through to even get in there. And then people were dragging him in the comments like, well, you shouldn't, you, you get low income housing, blah, blah, blah. He's like, it's literally equity. It's, it's literally just equity. I work in this area. Why can't I work and live in the same area? There's a reason why. And there's also a reason why Dave Chappelle was so upset when they were going to put low income housing in that particular um, housing community that he was investing in. That's not something he wanted. Rich people. Like, I honestly feel like rich people are just another whole different race. I don't care what color you are on the outside. You're just a whole different race because you don't, you can't even connect. You got Lil Wayne like, um, oh, that's not my area code. That's not shit I got to worry about. <laughs> cops are my friends. Tyler Perry, cops are my friends. You know, l- listen, I'm sure they are. You got the money. Right. It costs, <laughs> costs more money to be poor than it does to be rich. Bro. That's why they can take advantage of us. What they real? But that's why I don't feel bad. What's that girl name? Uh, when all the 
I was look. I'm I'm just saying the beginning of this pandemic when all these people was tearing all these rich ass companies. I didn't give a fuck because let me tell you, they will be okay. Number one, the number two, the people are realizing that working class folks have the power, and they were shook by that. All they have is money protecting them. And on top of that, they're FDIC insured, so it doesn't matter what you do to the fucking building. They already have the reserves to be able to put it back exactly from whence it came. So I, I feel like, um, I don't, I think it was Shekinah. Shekinah was on fucking live crying, <laughs> crying because the Gucci store got looted. I'm like, Bitch, but it's, it's just hilarious. Like, why are you? Protecting these rich ass corporations that don't give a fuck about your black ass, <laughs> bro. Like, I, how many stories do we have of celebrities going into those places and not being treated fairly? And oh, I don't think you got the money because they don't recognize them off the bat. And then some of these dumbasses actually be like, "Oh, I'm gonna spend the money and prove it to them." Like, the fuck is wrong with you? How is that your defense? Oh, they don't think I'm good enough to shop in this store, so let's shop here. I knew it was a rapper who did that shit. I I, I know it was a rapper, but I, still, like, um, I I I'm telling you, people are tired. They're not people are no longer like subscribing to the illusion of, oh, you go to school, you go to college, then you work like a fucking slave till you're sixty five, you retire, then you die. We are no longer interested in that. So yes, nope. people don't want to have to work. And let's not even get into the conversation about this archaic idea that humans were just naturally made to work. They ain't ready for that conversation. Listen, we have been, we're not even going to talk about the uh, re the, the religious uh, connotations that are literally causing, in, in Bible verses, like if we suffer, we're closer to God. That's a fucking problem. Which by the way, doesn't that sound like a psychopath wrote it? girl but listen we're gonna we're gonna move on but i'm just saying <laughs> um i really hope that one day that we are going to be able to see how much power we actually have as a collective as the people who are not the one percent we have so much power we spend so much time shitting on each other but we have so much power if we were to come together and be like bitch like, uh, oh, I thought you was looking for me, bitch. Here I go. Like, we could have made, we could light this motherfucker up and make sure everybody's getting rights. Everybody's getting vacations. We can make it like Italy, where the, the they guess what? The happier the people are, the more of the product of the productivity. Right. People are happy to work here. I don't know. Uh, I think we just got a message. It's a read. My God, what's up, Aaron? What's up, Sid? The Earth is Ghetto podcast. Kim Kardashian said, "You poor's need to get back to work." <laughs> what? <laughs> hey, Isa. Yes, child, that is what they're telling us. And you know what's funny? I actually passed by a video of somebody defending it. They're like, "Yes, I understand. You feel like she was born into money, but to maintain it, that takes prowess." And I was just like, no, that takes an accountant. Right. I don't know what you're talking about. What? Uh, so I, I just want to also put out there, even the defense is fucking weak for this to be okay. And um, 
I also saw a bunch of people saying, hey, let's if we could all vote for a new reality TV show for Kim Kardashian, where she doesn't have any access to any of her assets and she has to work minimum wage jobs and find an apartment. <laughs> that is the first time I would tune in to Kim Kardashian. Nightly, bitch. What's that? Is that it'd be the, the like the pick me folks that be defending her talking about, well, yeah, she works her ass off and blah, 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 blah. I promise you, not, it's, it's just amazing because she's literally stealing black culture and making money off of it. And you are defending this white woman because of why? She was a Kanye who doesn't even, who thought slavery was a choice? It, it can't be because she sucked a mean dick. I saw the video. I just, I, like, like, I just, I'm just, I'm just saying. Uh, Wilton. Do any of you guys buy black, like, clothing stores, whether it be online yeah. or in person or shoes and stuff etc i know there's a lot of there's actually a whole, whole lot of websites out there even with luxury uh companies that are black too i've been starting to do as long as the like i do my research on them as well before i buy from them as long as i'm not mm -hmm. like a billionaire ass corporation yeah i will I will yeah buy. like i i, I want to make sure they're not like doing what i hate before i buy from them but i will say that um chimsy.com I haven't done as much research on him as I have. I just saw a beautiful dress. I'm not even gonna lie. Um, Aaron is better than me sometimes, and this is just one of those moments. Um, but um, but um, Chimsy.com, um, I actually wore a beautiful dress for my graduation from there. And it's a black owned company that puts out African apparel. Um, and girl, when I say I felt like the bomb, the booty was jiggling and everything. I was like, yes, I feel good today. So I love buying black. But the reason why I love buying black is for different reasons. It's not just because, oh, they're black people. It's because I finally see myself in the step, like, oh, I want a notebook and I get, get to see this beautiful African woman on the cover. Like, I love surrounding myself with those type of things. And the fact that it's out there and not something I have to search for like I did 10, 15 years ago is dope. But like Aaron said, we also, we have to look at the companies themselves. We really do. It's the truth because do I really want to buy from a company that's exploiting other um, oppressed peoples? That's what like when Jay-Z released this whole title, this whole title stream thing. And I said, girl, I'm not interested in that. And also make sure that if you do buy black, that it's not a white person over that black person. Cause I've noticed that happen too. Yeah. But, and I noticed that's a lot of the issues. There were so many hair products that I was buying that I had no idea were owned by white people. Cantu, Shea Moisture, uh, uh, like I, I had to go at it. Like I was putting these products in my hair. They got this obviously this shit from black people and it's just white people making money. But at the end of the day, that's not who I want to give my money to. I had to go look up these people be like, okay, Carol's daughter. I had to go and I tell people, do your fucking research and make sure it's actually black owned. And if you do no other research but that, I, I can, I'll live. I'll live. <laughs> like... Because we thought BET was black owned for a really long time. Okay. But yeah, Kim, so, uh, it doesn't surprise me that she said that at all. Because again, one thing about privileged white women, they're going to say some dumb ass shit like that. Um, it doesn't, it doesn't surprise me. It also doesn't surprise me in the slightest. But I also feel like... Um, I feel like the reaction that I saw to it from black folks was the part that I felt was like, whoa.
Like I wasn't, I wasn't even slightly, you know, I, I was like, damn, you, you caping for her that hard. Like I, I could understand the caping for her in reference to the um, harassment and stuff. I can understand that a little bit because like no woman should go through that. I don't care who you are. Sorry. Like that's fucked up. Just the act of like, there's this man who I'm with, who I'm trying to get away from. I feel like it's very dangerous feeling. The fact that she is a Kardashian, the fact that her godfather is OJ Simpson, and the fact that this is going on with another black man, it, 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 I, I don't, I feel like we should be taking it a little bit more serious than we are. Absolutely. Um, um, I really do, and because you know, I really want to get into, and that actually brings me to um, another topic that I want to get into. A lot of people are using mental illness as an excuse. And I feel like the Kanye situation is the perfect example of that, of mm. people using mental illness. Um, and it's not even, and the worst part is, is that Kanye is not even using that as a defense. It's the people who are caping for Kanye, trying to say that whatever Kanye is doing is, okay, well, he lost his mother, so on and so forth, blah, blah, blah. I'm like, my love, my, my love, what's going on right now is dangerous. Have you ever tried to get away from a man before? Have you ever tried to leave a man um, who already is volatile? You know how scary that is? There's a lot of times where people are like, yo, if you get the chance to leave, just leave. Do not have a conversation. Your life may be in danger. There's a reason why people break up over the phone. <laughs> At least that's the reason why I did it. What is? What I was is, just like, yeah. Say what? What is his mental illness? Um, he has a bipolar disorder. Okay, that's okay. I just want to make sure because people use that. Oh, well, he has bipolar disorder. That's why he's acting. I literally have type two bipolar depression. Diagnosed with that shit. Take meds for it. So I'm not interested in, oh, that, the reason he's acting like this and the reason he's harassing Kim Kardashian is because of his disorder. No, that's not an excuse coming from someone who actually has that and who actually takes meds for that shit. He does not represent all bipolar people. That's that's first to fucking all. Let's let all the bipolar people be like, nigga, nah, that's not what the fuck I do. Because, and I feel like a lot of people are, because he was sending her flowers at first, and then he's getting girlfriends that look like her. And then, and then like, it it's getting really fucking weird. And the last thing that happened was with um, Skeet. <laughs> I can't, I can't. I wish it was there wasn't so many, so many hilarious moments because the issue really is serious. So I guess they were texting back and forth and Kanye's like, where are you at? And she was like, in your wife's bed. And then, <laughs> and then he goes ahead and says, I, tell me how Pete follows up with like all of this um, love and compassion. Listen, you're really hurting your family. Um, you really should be on your meds, blah, blah, blah. And I was like, the, after you send the picture of yourself in the bed, what is, I mean, all right, that's not, yeah. that might not be helping his mental health. I'm going to just put yeah, it out I'll, there, you know. Once you sent that picture and say, I'm in bed with your wife, he ain't trying to hear the rest of what you, the fuck you got to say. So you kind of like lost that at that point. Bruh. And 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 I feel I like we with a lot of the stuff that Pete said though. Like, girl, you are oh, hundred, and you can think about your kids when you be doing this dumbass shit. No, one hundred. This is just a case of right message, wrong messenger. 
You know what I'm saying? Like, especially after that initial message. <laughs> I'm in your wife's bed. And I, I listen, I don't, and I, I also don't want to go ahead and be like, oh, Pete is such a terrible person because he did that. Because Kanye been like trying to cut this nigga's head off in fucking music videos and shit. <laughs> yeah, nigga, I'm in your wife's bed. <laughs> it's so third grade. Like, I was like, it's actually like a reality uh, television at this point. Oh, 100. It is. It's it's a little. It's it's getting to the point where it's beyond ridiculous, um, because of the things that are coming out. And of course, Kanye's like, I don't want to hurt Pete. That's just my art. And I was like, oh, okay, that's that's what we that's what we going with. All right, yay. Uh, <laughs> and um, I also want to put out there. I think it was amazingly strategic for Kanye West, as he sees a lot of his support going down, to go ahead and release um, a Netflix special on his life uh, that was all before the fame with his mom, so on and so forth, um, to kind of um, endear people to him a little bit? No. Okay. (laughs) No. (laughs) Just wonder. I listen, and it was funny, um, there was a guy I was chilling with, he said, he's actually pretty good. And I'm like, I believe it. Do, do, I, I, listen, when I say 100% believe it, I believe that th- that shit is spectacular. Uh, award winning. I am sure. I just don't see a reason or need to support. That's um, all. I, yeah. Once you said um, slavery was a choice, it was a wrap for me. Hang it up, flat screen, period. Yo, how many people, like, yo, by show of hands, anybody in the audience, when were you, when, what was the, the time where you were done? I want to know when. When was the time where Kanye did that one thing where you were just like, "I can't defend this nigga no more. But I he, just can't do it." This is a coming from a black perspective. I know a lot of straight okay. black people who would defend. Oh, he's a genius. Like I don't care what he does, what he says. And girl, he has a lot of white fans as well. So Kanye West really don't give a damn. But <laughs> he he really doesn't. Um, let me start from here. Kim sound like a woman, black woman who's been working 40 years at the same job. <laughs> uh, it's a read. I think that, um, <clears throat> I'm sorry it's very windy, but I think that uh, just how the black community specifically is reacting to um, Kanye's mental health is just reflective of how we view mental health, period. Um... Lord have mercy. I'm just in the middle of my own mental stuff. So this this is actually um, hitting home a little bit. Not even on my team. Yeah, mental health, mental health needs to be taken very, 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 very seriously in the black community. I want black people to understand mental health is not a white thing. Therapy is not a white thing. Yes, but we also are going to put out there that despite that even though that's very serious in the same breath that is not an excuse for abuse that can no longer be you especially when you're not taking your meds and he said to people i'm not taking my meds uh, why take them it's great then you should take them but he says already he's not taking his meds he's doubling down like this is not just mental illness this is also um woeful ignorance and this is and this is like committed to misunderstanding we can't just go ahead and say oh well it's all mental illness while he's doing these things because those things can be managed he's refusing to manage them that's just where we're at uh it's marcel 
honestly, first of all, hey, Aaron, hey, Sid, but honestly, as petty as Kanye has been to Pete or Skeet, child, that little comeback, I'm going to let it go. I'm going to let it go. This man had your your whole head in his hands in the, in the video. Got people sending you death threats. So, him being in his wife's bed, hmm, that's nice compared to everything else that I would have said. <laughs> Listen, do you, did you, you you know what I'm saying? Like, you kind of, you kind of deserve that. That's, and people were like, oh my God, I can't believe Pete Davidson would do that to a mentally ill person. Nigga, the mentally ill person took off his fucking head in claymation. I need y'all to shut up. I would be offended. The fuck? <laughs> what did I do to you, bitch? That <laughs> <laughs> was this, seriously. Uh, Midnight Wolf. Earth is so ghetto. I want to leave. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I thought, yeah, yeah, myself. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Earth is a podcast. I'm here for it. Kanye West versus Pete Davidson. Really? Is there a versus? Um, does Pete Davidson make music or is that like a literal battle between them um, because of the relationship they have to the Kardashian, Kardashian family? Please do elaborate on that. I heard that Pete Davidson was dating Kim Kardashian. Oh, so I see the conflict of interest there. I see so that's Kanye's ex-wife. Um, or supposedly they're still going through the divorce. Um, I don't know what they. Quite honestly, I don't think Kim Kardashian yeah. cares about whether or not she's with a black man as much as she used to in the past. You know, getting the um, what the fuck did they call that? Getting the um publicity and everything. Um, because mm-hmm. primarily I think she was with black men because of big dick, and she felt like they would be submissive to her. But with Pete Davidson, I'll continue the next message. Girl, Kim Kardashian. I mean- Look, she got that culture and ran. She said, girl, I'm running through your culture like a tomb raider. Give me that black <laughs> Not a tomb raider. No, but um but um I feel like what she's saying is uh, pretty correct because let's let's be honest, she's taking out her ass shots. She is she no longer need she took white culture for what they need and what she needed, just like Miley Cyrus, Justin Timberlake, all of these other artists um took black culture for what they needed. And as soon as they didn't need it anymore, basically came out with a country album. This is her version of her country album. She's like, I don't need it anymore. Actually, it was so ghetto. So I had (laughs) fun. I love appropriating. I got what I needed. And I just felt like it was just getting a little too hood around here. Just a little too urban. So I'm going to go with Pete, even though he looks like a mole rat, but he has a big cock. So I guess that's fine. Listen, the people who are so like that, who think that Pete Davidson is like so hot, I feel like he's a very funny guy. All right. I have, I have listened to him. He's very, very, very fucking funny. I don't, I don't get that part. I don't, I don't get it. But I will say, he see, first of all, I just want to clarify the reason why she's leaving Kanye is with Kanye crazy. She's leaving Kanye. She's leaving black culture because she doesn't need that so much anymore. That's good. We've I've taken all I needed. I have my beautiful mixed children. What else do I need? Mm. Uh listen. Um oh, let's get back into these messages. It's Marcelo. Girl, it's the not playing. <laughs> Bro, I'm like, why isn't it playing? Yes. Yeah, that was the same thing for me. That's when I was like, okay, I'm finished with you. 
I fucks with your music. I think you are a genius when it comes to music. But outside of that, like, and then on top of that, I'm really tired of the, um, you know, I definitely understand like grief. I, I get it. I get that grief can go on and on. But I'm really tired of, you know, his mom's passing being referred to every single time he does some fuck shit. You have more than enough money to go and get some actual help, man. So it's like, you know, people out here, our parents die. Our sisters die. Our kids die. You feel me? And, and we can't go out acting a fool. We don't get no excuses with that. So I hold anybody to that same standard. I'm tired of it. Absolutely. Emphasis on more than enough money. He has access Bro. to resources. We can't, everyday people, when we lose out someone that we love, we can't uh, go fucking harass folks <laughs> and just keep thinking. Bro, we, we don't have the time and we don't, don't even have the money for therapy, which we would probably access. This nigga don't even want it. It, it, it is, it's, it's just getting to the point where I feel like what Marcel said was so apt because every time something goes on, like, well, he lost his mother. Well, he lost his mother. Well, he lost his mother. Stop. 20 years later. Stop. Bro. And, 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 and like she said, grief can last for a very long time, but all of us go through loss and we don't get to do that. We don't get to show our ass. Just because we're feeling grief and loss, that's not okay. And that's not okay for anybody. I don't care who you are. Uh, it's myself. It's, I, it puts me in the mind like when Offset or whoever the fuck Cardi date uh, married to, but Offset when he cheated on her and then he started, you know, posting up shit talking about how he missed his grandma. Sir, how long ago did your grandma <laughs> pass? <laughs> because um, she did not pass during that time that you and Cardi was together. Now all of a sudden you miss your grandma? Like, no, if that was the case, you know what I'm saying? People would have been saying the same thing. Oh, man, his grandma was a staple in his life. You know what I'm saying? No, nah, we're not going to do that. Thank mm -hmm. you. Thank you. Because I'm sick. I'm sick of it. Midnight Wolf. Kanye West ain't never been the same since his mother died. Okay, he ain't never been the same. And whether or not it's true, I do think his mother was sacrificed. I do. Whether he had knowledge of it or not. Um, sometimes I heard when you're part of these secret societies, they force you to do things against your will or, you know, they'll do shit behind your back, you know? So, you know, I feel for him because <clears throat> his mother didn't get to meet his grandchildren. His mother, you know, didn't get to see him, you know, accomplish, you know, his most pressing goals and achievements. So, yeah, he ain't never been right since his mother died. And I felt like she was his backbone. I felt like she was his protector. She loved him dearly. She wanted what was best for him. And now he's kind of just going astray. Like, <clears throat> the things that he's doing, I don't see him doing any of those things if his mother was still alive. I just don't. Uh, I'll be honest with you. I'm not in that mindset. I don't believe that, to be honest. I believe that Kanye's always been this way. I think maybe Kanye's mother was able to rein it in a little bit and be like, hey, don't do that, don't say that. But as he would have gotten older, whether she passed or not, I don't think that would have been the case at his big age right now. I think he would still be wildin'. I think he would still be saying crazy shit. I really do. And I really feel like we keep on thinking to ourselves, but only if his mother had been here, everything would have been so different. I feel like he is who he is. I feel like things like that change us but I don't think it changes us that fucking much. I feel like he just didn't talk as much before. 
and we're finally now hearing him. That's just that's where I'm at. That's how I feel. Yeah, I'm definitely not escaping his mental health <laughs> at all. Honestly, not even to the tenth power because for the fact that he's a billionaire, bro, I can't afford most of my mental health. You have the opportunity and the privilege, and you're not doing anything about it. Yeah, it's a problem. I definitely agree with it. Yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't, for me, when you have that many resources, your excuses drain away. I'm sorry, it just does. Because this, this is something that you are willfully doing. You are not taking your medication. You're not going to therapy. You are harassing this woman. Um, you're do, like, there's a lot of things that you're fucking doing. And slavery was, the fact that slavery is a choice was the beginning. Here's are we going to talk part. about the Trump era? This is, um, I guess, not off topic, but I've literally heard like black men who like defend Kanye say, well, you know, I kind of agree with him. He don't need to be taking medication because taking medication can make you turn into a white man. And that's why Kanye says some of the things he does. So he needs to stay oh off of That's like a white thing to take prescriptions from the white man is making you sick by taking these medications. So they don't, they actually like that he's acting a fool and not wanting to take his medications. Whose brain leaked out of their ear just now? Wow. The ghetto. I know. <laughs> wow. <laughs> just uh tree. What if this is his love language? Just saying. Toxicity is a love language. Um girl. <laughs> Baby. Oh tree. Oh, tree, no, no, I, no, boo. I've never really been for the whole like Ari Fletcher movement thing when it comes to like, <laughs> oh, well, he loved me, so that's why he being toxic. I like that toxic shit. And then you wonder why your mental health is like, you know, fucked up. In, in, okay. Oh my gosh. Nothing that can hurt you that deeply in reference, especially if we know it's toxic should ever be considered a love language. That's not love. That's brokenness. That's childhood trauma. That's projection. The last thing that is, is love. And oh, tree baby, I, 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 God bless you. I hope you're okay. Wilton. Me personally, I don't think that the mother has anything to do with it. It probably did at first, but I don't think that it has anything to do with it. Unless... The mother's death set off something in him, which could be true, but either way, he still needs a little therapy. A little? Shit. He needs, if he can get it bi-weekly, and I'm talking not twice a month, I'm talking twice a week, Mondays and Fridays, but that's he needs the thing. to be in. He's listening to these closed-minded people tell him, well, no, he don't need to be doing that because the white man is doing this with and that's why he don't need it. He find the way he is, and girl, <laughs> it's a mess. It's it's not okay. It's a hundred percent not okay. And I I'm just I'm just at a point where I'm done um, making excuses or letting anybody else make excuses for this type of behavior. Because going back to what's going on between Kanye and Kim, that sounds dangerous. That should sound dangerous to people. That is not healthy. That's not love. That's not, oh, I want you back. 
And that honestly makes me think to myself, what the fuck was that marriage really like? Isn't he? Holy uh, who is he? Who is he dating this week? Oh, I don't know. It's somebody. It's 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 like a um. It's it's a Kim lookalike again. I know that much. Girl. And I, I know I know that much. Um, it's a read. Honestly, um, someone <clears throat> was talking to me about uh, Kanye and his relationship with his mom. And um, how she may have enabled a lot of the way he acts now. And I I can see that. You know, like I said, it's very reflective of how the black community views mental health. And I'm not saying that in a way to, like, make excuses for how he's acting. It's just we don't take it as serious as we need to. to. Um, And, yeah, like I said, ain't no excuse. Ain't no excuse. No, and I understand exactly where she's coming from, too, because obviously there's no excuse, but this he is a victim of the way that Black people treat mental health, because I'm sure growing up, there were signs, and no one was going to take that little boy to a therapist. Mm. You know? Do you know what I mean? It, like I, I like I remember, you know, seeing kids that may have issues. And like, oh well, you know, he just liked that a little bit, and we gonna work on it. It's all right. We gonna pray it up. It's all right. Same way for me. They saw it, but they didn't want to admit it. God got you. What you depressed for when you got all these things, and we can just pray. That's not how that shit works. When we're talking about the chemical imbalance of your brain and mental health, to the point where people who have bipolar don't even want to admit there's a chemical imbalance because we have we have indoctrinated and conditioned them to feel like that's a deficit. That means that something's wrong with you. Not that your brain is just different. Like literally your brain is just different. They make it like it's a deficit. It's just an imbalance that needs to be managed. This is not like, do you know what I'm saying? It could be so simple, but it's, it's we are at a point I'm glad that we're at a point now that we're talking about it, but Kanye's generation, which is my generation, we are still in the chokehold of therapy is for white people. We are still very much there. I'm in therapy. I have been for the last two years. I am so glad and so thankful that that's something that I'm doing and that I'm in. But I was also around a lot of black people who were in therapy telling me it's okay to go. What if I didn't have those interpersonal relationships? How long would it have taken for me to actually be like, bitch, you just can't be having a panic attack in the middle of pay less. It's not okay. Not pay less. I mean, yeah. (laughs) 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 They got so cute earrings in there sometimes. I'm so cheap. I'm sorry. (laughs) I'm in pay less and it's not even fucking shoes. Um, (laughs) It's terrible. Um, Tito Burrito. So when when does Kanye uh, get put under his conservatorship? Um, because I mean, Britney did served her time. Oh my god! Uh, and she didn't even do that much. So Kanye needs to serve his time. Uh, someone needs to hold his money, hold his tongue, hold his internet privileges, and all that jazz. I mean, I am not up to par. I'm barely up on the social interwebs like that. So I don't even know what's going on. But y'all talking about, like this guy needs to take a, a mental break uh, from from society and then come back strong, hopefully. Actually, that's that's asking too much of this guy. I don't even care for him that much. Oh, my God. <laughs> Yo, 
Tito came for the neck, my nigga. Tito came for the neck. He came okay, first with all the sh- the tea and all the elements, and that's on the periodic table. Period. I'm weak. Okay, so, <laughs> oh man, you know what? I think I, I'm wondering: is conservatorship just for women? Huh. Mm. Interesting. Interesting. It's a read. Trey, were you joking? <laughs> what? <laughs> it's Marcel, though. I agree with that, Sid, for sure. Um, so I watched uh, episode one of the documentary. First of all, young Kanye was fine as fuck. I was like, good God, boy, chocolate ass. But um, <laughs> anywho, I agree. You definitely can tell that that is Kanye. You know what I'm saying? You you see a little bit of that that uh, that cockiness. That um, you know, I don't want to call it craziness or whatever, but it's definitely there. I think that his mother and his team that he was with helped wind that back. You know what I'm saying? Um, yeah. I, I, I really do. I don't think that we're in, I honestly just don't think we're even in a space where we can pretend that this is just like he just has this mental illness and he just morphed this way because of his mental illness. I don't I don't think that's the case. And I think that it takes so much onus off of him so that he doesn't actually have to be held accountable for anything. And on top of the fact that he doesn't have to be held accountable for anything, for a mental illness he's not managing. Y'all just ganging up on him. That's the thing. Like, y'all so quick to tear down a black man and y'all ain't really pro-black because every time we talk about it, y'all talk about this and blah, 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 and hotel and pick me and I don't understand. <laughs> <laughs> They do try to throw them all in there once they got you. And no, I'm not saying that I agree with him talking about slavery and Trump and... Oh, I'm sure. No, I do not agree with any of that. The ignorant, racist, self-hating statements he made, no, I absolutely don't condone that or agree with that. What I meant by his mother's influence being a really important part of his life, her guidance, is because... Word on the street is that she advised him not to date um, any of the Kardashians. She advised him as word on the street that she was against their marriage, against their relationship, whatever, <laughs> before she died. And he went against her better judgment and his own. And he got with her anyway. And now he's living in turmoil so and in misery. So I'm not saying that her presence or her love and, and, and her, you know, guidance would be the end all be all. What I, you're right. He is rich enough to afford mental health therapy regularly. It is expensive. Question. You know what I was going to say? Um, oh, go ahead. Well, you can go because this is a little off topic, but not. Oh, um, I was going to say, I did not. Was Kanye's mother alive when Kanye and Kim Kardashian were dating? I thought she had passed when he was with Amber Rose. I'm okay. So I got to look that up. Boo. I, 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 I don't know. But uh, like I said, I will say, I, I understand where you're coming from. I just feel like me, per- this is, again, this is my own personal opinion. I just feel like Kanye been this way. And I feel like if anything, his mom dying um, just made it okay for him to completely be this way. Like, I don't, I don't feel like there was like a turn or a Jekyll and Hyde. I think he's just Mr. Hyde. Um, tree. 
Oh no, boo. I'm not saying that I'm in a toxic relationship. I'm just saying there's people out here that really feel like being crazy and toxic is like portraying some sort of like nobility to the relationship. Oh, I'm going to be crazy because you know I love you, girl. Like how you just said. No, boo. I would not. I will cut somebody. Okay, you know what? I am not <laughs> doing that toxic shit. But I'm just saying, you know I have to be the devil's advocate. <laughs> no, no, no. I, I feel you. Not cut somebody, Tree. You look so ethereal in your picture. I wasn't expecting the violence. Um, but um, but no, um, you're completely right. There are people out there that absolutely believe, like, because I'm willing to do this for you, that means I really love you. And you're just like, no, it means you really need therapy. Mm. like that's that's what that means have you seen, nobody have you seen the video of like I, I don't know the name I think it was just two random people this nigga had a gun and she was sitting across from him in the chair and he pulled the trigger shot the wall like next to he obviously missed on purpose and she was like oh my god like you crazy that kind of turned me on I was like girl what the fuck he just shot a fucking gun three inches away the bullet was three inches away from your head and you talking about, oh my God, so you really do care about me? Earth is ghetto. Okay, first of all, bitch, do you have your hearing still? That's a gun. <laughs> that sounds really close to your fucking face. Like, like, are you wearing a hearing aid right now? Because that's not normal. Like, wow, okay, okay. No, no. That's like, crazy. Like, she... He was like, I ain't gonna never let you go. And he's pulled the trigger and shot it and shot it. Like it was loud as fuck. And it was a bullet hole in the wall, like next to her. And she was like, Damn, that kind of turned me on. Like, you crazy about me. Oh my God. I'm like, okay, I gotta get out of here. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry. This is why if there's ever <laughs> any reparations, therapy needs to be the first thing we fucking get. <laughs> No. And these be the same people like that. I'm gonna I'm gonna take it there. These be the same women, pick me women who like to uphold patriarchy. Oh, a hundred percent. They they are one of some of the most male identified. They are willing to lie on their swords to be like, oh, you know, he knows that I'm clean and I don't sleep around like the rest of you hoes do and all kinds yep. of shit. They, you, they, they those are those bitches. All you gotta do is keep your legs closed and you wanna have been raped. These be the same women saying that shit. <laughs> Same one who liked this domestic violence shit. I just putting it out there. Like, well, you put yourself in that situation. Like, ugh. uh, from treat. Okay, I'm guessing that was a mistake. From Isarit. Tree, I hope you wasn't serious. Oh my god, baby. I love language. Jesus. Um But yeah, I said that at the beginning. Like, as somebody who's been stalked more than, like, five times, it was very alarming to see some of the things that he was doing. Because it, it's just very volatile. It made no type of sense. Yes. Uh, when she said toxicity is a love language, I, I, I'm glad she was She was like, oh, I'm talking about somebody else. Never me, boo. Because that's really dangerous. That's a really dangerous way of thinking. And her pointing out that a lot of the, a lot of women can be like that is really scary because it's true. There, there, there are women out there who like that shit, who run off of the dramatics. They can't be my friend, but the they same. are out there. 
who like do that be the same man who be like saying things like, oh, the woman needs to be quiet and I'm the head of this and I lead everything and I need you to submit. Can you submit to a king and all this other shit? Oh, Jack, my stomach just turned. Uh, from Tree. <laughs> oh, you still working it out with the phone. It's okay. Tito Burrito. I mean, also, this is why the earth is ghetto. This dude was shot how many times? Shouldn't he have been, um, uh, shouldn't, sh like, he was through the wire, right? That's this guy? Yeah. Uh, he's not even supposed to be here right now. So we're all dealing with all this shit, and he shouldn't even been here. He's, that's what it is. He's, a. Uh, what are those 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 phantom ghost things or those those plasmatic ghosts? He's just over here haunting us. That's what's happening. Drag it. But question for you, Sydney. It's a random question. Well, not really. Do you think that Kanye West is a Christian, or do you think he's like most people, like a part-time Christian who only brings up Christianity because he knows black folks are like going to listen to that shit, kind of like what he did with his album "Jesus Is King" or whatever it's called this week. Honestly, I don't know any Christians who aren't part-time Christians. Mm. <laughs> like I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna <laughs> put that out there. I, I don't know any. Just, just saying. There's Bible verses that say if you masturbate, you got to take out your right eye. So, and a lot of us got two of them. The fact right? that so, um, I would have been. I guess I'm taking out my right eye every day because. <laughs> Bro, three times a day. You know, let me shut up. But yeah, no, you're not taking that from me. That's stupid. Uh, from, from, from Tree. Oh, you're still trying to work it out, baby. I'm sorry. It's a read. Sid, oh my God, that's why I said I'm in a state because everyone around me is invalidating my mental health right now. And yeah, it's very. I'm sorry. There's so much background noise. It's so hard to hear you, boo. I gotta be listening so close. Um, Wilton. I just looked it up. His mother died in 2007, but he married Kim Kardashian in 2014, so... Mm. I don't think the Kim Kardashian wasn't even on anybody's radar, radar back in the days. Honestly, 2007, what the fuck was Kim Kardashian doing? <laughs> um, it's Marcel. Child, I was in a room on on here. Matter of fact, and a dude had told uh, the only lady on her state uh, on the stage that she needs to stay in her place. That's and, what I was talking uh, about. You need to shut up when grown men are talking. That's Child, exactly. it, man, when I tell y'all, I damn near threw my damn phone. I was like, "What the hell is this?" I I was there. I I reporting live from the bullshit. I was there when that happened. Talking about you need to know your place and you know where you're at. And this man speaking. It's funny, black men, y'all be sounding just like the oppressors when y'all be saying this dumbass shit. You say you're pro-black, but you but you're using the white man's tactics to like this doesn't make any sense. Wow. Stay in a woman's place. Like it, yo, I just want like cis straight men to realize that women can still get sperm from trans women and gay men. You you, you keep it up, you're gonna be obsolete. Look, one thing about it, we're going to find a turkey based a bitch, and if the coin is cute, I would definitely donate some sperm. Do you know what I'm saying? Like, I, we don't have to do this. <laughs> um, I, don't, I don't have to do this with you. Um, God, I'm sorry. That, that threw me off. That's disgusting. Um, 
It's a read. My bad, y'all. I'm in. I'm not uh, having some early lunch. Sorry if you can't hear me. I could hear that one though. That was much better. <laughs> that was nowhere near as far. I'm gonna try tree again because she's been. I think she's been trying to say something. I am so sorry. I forgot I had my headphones in and I'm trying to do extra shit on the slide. And I was just talking and talking. Oh my gosh. I'm so sorry. My bad. It's okay. <laughs> no problem, girl. It's okay. I was just all here was clickety clacking. I'm like, it's okay. She's getting it together. Um I really feel like we're going to have to get to a point where we really start to take mental health issues seriously and not wait until somebody is doing crazy shit to be like, oh, we got to take mental health seriously. Mm. I feel like that really needs to be the reigning theme for all of it. Because at the end of the day, we're not taking it seriously. We're really not. And um, I'm, and again, we can say in the same breath, we're not going to use it as an excuse for his behavior, but it's something that 100% needs to be managed because it makes everything else so much worse. Absolutely. Like, I, I I, feel like we have to get to the point where we're, like, we always wait until somebody's doing crazy shit or they're dead before we say something. And then when somebody says something like Summer Walker, hey, my mental health is being affected, we want to drag them through the mud for speaking up. But then you were like, when they die, you're like, well, why didn't they say something? Yeah, I noticed that when people's like, when they do speak up, girl, ain't nothing wrong with you. You just being selfish. And then once it happens, oh my God, I didn't think of it like that. It's a mess. Oh my God. Oh my God. Well, our time is now up. I actually, I want to go ahead and thank everybody for um, just all of the engagement, all of the comments, my amazing co -co my co-host who held it down the entire week that I was gone, okay? Which I'm going to have to be doing for him the last week of this month. Okay, because um, I will be <laughs> doing, doing big things so we can bring big things to you. Um, but again, I just want to thank everybody for all the engagement. Please uh, follow the podcast. I'm going to be making sure to post this at some point um, today. Um, anything you want to say? Yeah. Um, Earth is Ghetto Podcast is a Black queer podcast um, for Black queer folks. Obviously, if you're not Black and queer, you can listen and educate yourselves. But me and Sydney, like, we're very passionate about Black LGBT people. Like, obviously, all Black people, but it's like Black LGBT people exist, and I feel like we feel like oftentimes they're excluded from many uh, conversations. So that's why me and Sydney start this podcast. Earth is Ghetto podcast is also on Spotify now. So you can listen to our episodes on Spotify. Just type in Earth is Ghetto podcast with Aaron and Sid. And it should come up. Also, you can follow me and Sydney on Instagram, which is in our bio. And also the link to our Spotify is in our Instagram bio. And you can follow our Earth is Ghetto podcast Instagram page, Earth underscore is underscore ghetto underscore. Same for the TikTok as well. Awesome. All right. Well, oh, oh, again. Oh, 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 oh wait. Scott, we have an exclusive pop-up show tonight talking about Obatala and the trans gods of, you know, Af Africa. Since people like to say that being uh, queer or trans is not a Black thing or an African thing. We're doing a very special edition of that tonight. Um, 10.30 p.m. Central. I know that's late, but girl, I, I work. But uh, 10.30 p.m. Central, <laughs> 11.30 p.m. Eastern. 
talking about Obatala and the trans gods of Africa. If you guys want to tune in in that pop-up episode tonight. Yes, I'm so glad you stopped me because good Lord, that's going to be amazing. When I say when I read it, my jaw dropped and I was like, these niggas been lying to me. <laughs> so I'm so glad for in your um, the upcoming show. Is it your profile or just mine? Yeah, because I accepted it. Okay, yeah, you so can go to me or Sydney's profile if you want to join in on that conversation. We create the upcoming show already if you want to confirm it. Absolutely. I'm so excited for that. And again, thank you so much for all of your engagement. I'm so happy to be back. And we have so many amazing shows for you. I already got Friday planned out. Monday's going to be a hit. So um, thanks so much for everything. And bye, y'all. Bye, niggas and friends.